Hey guys, welcome back to the KC Squared Sports Podcast. Today we have a little bit of a different episode for you guys. Uh, Carson and Keaton are hard at work, so I brought in a special guest, Ben Morris. He runs the YouTube channel ESP Ben. Today we're going to be doing a regular episode, just the two of us. What's up, Ben? How are you doing? I'm doing great, Carson. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. All right, so first thing we wanted to talk about was the NFL. There's some good games. Uh, Patriots versus Browns, what would you think? Yes, well, I thought it was very interesting. Going into the week, Jarvis Landry guarantees a victory against the Patriots. Not even being hopeful about or anything. He's guaranteeing it. And then what happens right in the beginning of the game? Baker Mayfield throws the ball right to the Patriots. And they lose 27 to 13. <laughs> I think he's feeling out of. You just, Instead of dangerous, I think he's more scared right now instead. You, you don't make those claims against an undefeated team. You, you just really don't. And it was just awful. Um, Baker is just, I guess, show, showing his true colors and interceptions. Yeah, it seemed like this year was going to be the season for the Browns. So mm. far, it's not uh, not turning out like that. All right, well, mm. I know you're a Packers fan, so yes, you're probably go, happy they beat the Chiefs. Go Pack Go! How do you, uh, how are you feeling about the season so far? I'm feeling really good. They actually surprised me this season. They are doing a lot better than I actually thought they were going to do. I have to be honest. 7-1 at the halfway point of the season, sign me up. That, that It's really great. The offense is now, we're finding out, starting to click. Rodgers is putting himself in the MVP conversation in my eyes. Well, yeah, now Mahomes is out, so he's room to work. Yes, and what's really interesting is uh, what's been a big conversation about the Packers losing Jory Nelson, Randall Cobb, all that. It's starting to really be a real connection with Aaron to Aaron. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So it's the running back that's actually really had that special connection with Aaron Rodgers. Defense has improved. I know there's still holes with it. Especially in the run defense, yeah. But it has improved. So as long as it can keep improving. Speaking like of uh, speaking of defense, the uh, Panthers had none. Lost to the Forty ers fifty one to thirteen. Forty ers are the other undefeated team. Mm-hmm. That game, I mean, Tevin Coleman four touchdowns, and the Panthers yeah. don't even have the worst defense, which I think goes to show just how good the Forty ers are this year. Yes. Uh, we have another section coming up with uh, top five teams, and we yes. a great transition, Carson, for me. But uh, my number one team is the Forty ers yeah, I agree uh, as well. My number one team's the 49ers as well. What they do on defense is amazing. Their run game is great. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, sure, he needs to improve a little bit, but I think that can come. And also, I would put them in front of the Patriots because the 49ers have had harder competition than the Patriots. I think it's an inter- an interesting discussion, but when mm. you really look at it, I do think that the Patriots' schedule has been much easier. They just mm. haven't been tested as much. And both teams are good, but, I mean, the 49ers... 51 points against the Panthers. The Panthers aren't the best team, but it's when insane. they put up performances like that, and especially because they're a run-leaning team, so to put mm-hmm. up 51 points when you run the ball, I think that's like actually incredible. Mm-hmm. Which brings, we both had Patriots as number two, yes, uh, both right had Packers that. at number three. Yes. And uh, Surprising season, but they're at 7-1 and one right now, leading the NFC North. So. They are looking, and a hard NFC North this year, too. And then the For Saints sure. are one of the biggest, they were expected to be Super Bowl contenders, lost Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and are still Super Bowl contenders. He just got back, and they're 7-1. and one, Yes. Which is incredible. Yes. Um, Teddy Bridgewater didn't even lose exactly. any not games lose when game. he starts. So it's going to be an interesting debate, I feel like, when the Saints season ends, rather Brees will retire or Bridgewater is their starting quarterback. If not, I believe Bridgewater is going to start somewhere else because he, he's pretty uh, decent starter. He went 5-0 and in the time that he was gone, and mm-hmm. he's eligible to make $20 million to $30 million because of that next year. So he's, he's shown that he can still be like an NFL quarterback even after the 
terrible leg injury. I'm so happy you recovered off that. That's great. And keeping together, we both had Ravens at five. So our uh, our top five was exactly, <laughs> exactly identical. Kind of eliminates the point of this segment. But, I mean, when you have these five teams that mm. we both know are good, it really shows. Mm. Everyone said Lamar Jackson was going to be a running back, yet he's shown his skills off as a quarterback. He has shown he can throw. He's shown he can do both. And that's what I really like about him. I think it's going to be really interesting. Sunday night, everyone's watching. They host the Patriots. This is really going to be the Patriots' test, except for the Bills. But I can, you can say that the Ravens are better than the Bills. So I really yeah. think this is going to be a big test to see how real the Patriots are. And another thing is, though, with the Bills, they might not be as good as the Ravens, but they're actually sticking on the Patriots' tail a little they bit. They are. The and only loss was, well, actually, no, they lost to the Eagles. But Eagles and the Patriots, two okay teams. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Bills aren't too far behind. Yeah. All right, that brings us to our next section, which we have not covered on this podcast yet. Ben will be the first person to do it, not over Carson and Keaton, because it's just the CB Sports Podcast today. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA season just started. Warriors go one and two out the gate. Do you think there's a? Do you think there's going to be some problems, or do you think they'll straighten it out? I'm one that thinks they will straighten it out. I'm not concerned on Golden State. That being said, do I think they will go to the NBA Finals? No, I do not. I do think that they will be a six seed in the West, and. I believe that they can make the first round and make it a really good series. I think if they had Klay Thompson, at least second round, but I think they can straighten out, get to the playoffs, and Steph and Draymond will show more of the leadership. I think, and I think it's just right now they have a bunch of new team, a lot of young players. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of, actually, most of their players, except for Draymond and Steph, are all 25 or under. <laughs> so That's, so a young team basically. It's it's a really young team. Draymond already came out with one of his iconic quotes <laughs> saying that we suck. So yes, yes, you know that you know that they're at least trying to get it turned around. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so based off the off season, we had one. We have now because of off season trades and off season uh, free agency. I would say we have one of the most complete balanced leagues in recent history because there's no overpowered teams yes ever almost there's like at least seven teams with a uh a good one-two combo Mm. there's lebron anthony davis kevin durant kyrie irving uh russell westbrook james harden steph curry and clay thompson and uh damian lillard cj mccullum out of those five one-two combos in the nba which do you think will be the most successful and which is your favorite if we're going complete i gotta go with lebron and anthony davis i think that is just an amazing combo. They both, both their games, I think, are similar to each other. So they base it off each other a lot. And it's in this big market, LA. So I think that's where it is. I think you can say Kawhi Paul, George, that could even be oh, right behind them. I, I forgot them. to put that one on. Yeah, there. that's a big one. We got to see how Paul George recovers from the shoulder surgery. But I would say LeBron AD is my favorite just because their games are so similar and they will complement each other through the regular season and the playoffs. If it was just regular season, I'd go Westbrook Harden. Yeah. I'm actually going to go Westbrook Harden okay. because okay. both they played at, they have experience as teammates together. That is now true. they're on a different team with the Rockets. And the best thing is they're both uh, considered more ball hoggish players so i'm i'm excited to see some games this year mm-hmm. where the rockets put up 120 and they combined have 100 of those 120 <laughs> i think it'll be a funny year but i think that they them two will carry the team i don't think they'll go to the finals i think they'll make at least the second round but i think that they are maybe the most interesting one-two combo i am very interested about it and that's very possible about them combining 400 of the 120 yeah okay so <laughs> That brings us to an interesting topic that's also been debated over the offseason, which is uh, 
Which team do you think is better in LA, the Clippers or the Lakers? I've gone back and forth about this for so long. If you ask me now, I am going to go with the Lakers just because I also feel like the Lakers have more of a complete team than the Clippers. In my eyes, unlike others, I think there are some holes to the Clippers. I think they invested so much into Kawhi and Paul. Yeah. Where the other parts of the team... Patrick Beverly plays great defense, but what's he going to supply on offense? Exactly. I think that's one of the one of the considerations I would say where I put the Lakers over them. Just for a different say. opinion. And LeBron. Yeah, just for a different opinion, I would actually go with the Clippers. Okay. Also because you like Patrick Beverly, he isn't going to supply much on offense, but with the addition of Kawhi, they're going to have one of the top defenses in the league, mm-hmm. if not the best. And then Kawhi's a po- uh, like he also puts up points. He's an yes, all around amazing player. He is. And they played in game one of the NBA this year, and the Clippers did pull away. It's the first doesn't, game of the NBA yeah. season. It doesn't matter. The Lakers were up for most of that game, but the Clippers did come away with it, so I feel like they deserve some points for that. But when it's true, and it's not looking good for my case because this happened without Paul George for the Clippers. Exactly. So this so does Andy, not they, look good. He still has to come back. But yeah. I, I could. There's an argument made both ways here, and it could be interesting if two of the best teams are both in LA. I think I would love to see this as the Western Conference Finals. It would. I that think, would be an amazing Western. I, it really would. I would look because it, it really could go either way. All right, so every, every, eh, I can't speak, but everybody <laughs> who uh, everyone who listens to the podcast knows that I like to throw in a little MLB, even though Carson yes. Keaton normally don't like to let me do it. I admire that. But uh, game seven of the World Series, so this is it tonight. It hasn't come on yet, but right now uh, Nationals and uh, uh, Houston Astros tied three three. It's been an extremely interesting World Series. Mm-hmm. Home field advantage has almost been not like non-existent. It's not a factor. <laughs> only, uh, only one of the games has the away team won, which was just this most recent game six. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It's in Houston tonight. It will be a very good game, and it should be... I just wanted to throw it out there. We can't really talk about it because it hasn't ended yet, but it should be a great finish to a great MLB season, and more people should uh, watch the MLB because it's a great it's a great league, but people don't want to watch it for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so we should have mentioned this in the beginning because that's normally when we do it, but we didn't actually talk about LBHS sports. We got to. Let's <laughs> we do that. We have to talk about LBHS. <laughs> so LBHS football, B. Evans, yes. 30 to 20, down 15, or down 15 to 20 at half. They were. They were. It wasn't looking good for them. How, how do you feel if we were? Do you think that if we made the playoffs, we would win a game or no? I'm going to have to go no. I'd love to see us make it. What do you think? I would have to agree. I think it could be tough if they are able to get to the playoffs, which I think is a realistic chance. I think they have improved a ton from last season, which yeah. which is huge. But I think Lake Brantley's offense needs to be a little more creative on their play calls. I It starts to get a little more... A little too predictable with how they run. The triple option. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it because I love the triple option. I love it, but... It's a touchy subject. You de- love it, but it gets a little predictable. And defenses in the playoffs are going to read that, and they're going to be all over it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I hate to say it, but it would be great if Brantley just gets in the playoffs. All right, so we had to throw this in there. Me and Ben uh, were both on cross-country. Yes. LB, uh, LBHS Cross Country made regionals over the weekend. We did get regionals, yes. Ninth, you had to make top 10 to qualify. Boys got 11th, girls got, or I'm sorry, boys, boys got 9th, girls yes. got 11th. Boys just made it, girls didn't make it. We had to shout out the girls too, they did a great job. And they were so close. Boys are on they the were. regionals, that's all I'm going to say. Yes. All right, 
swim districts are today, they should make it onto regionals. A couple of names that we know, uh, Chris Cannon, Cole Parnell, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone mm. should hopefully have a good day today, and hopefully they'll go into regionals and states as well. Shout out to Sage. <laughs> All right, so to finish off our po- uh, to finish off the podcast today, I thought I would ask and shout out Ben. He has a YouTube, ESP Ben. Yes, go subscribe, please. And I thought I'd ask him a couple questions just to interview, see how his work differs from ours. Uh, sure, sure. So what do you think the biggest difficulty is in running a YouTube, like gaining subscribers, et cetera, posting content when you have to show your face plus the audio? Yes, well, I think the biggest challenge is really what we are now. We're students, so we have big priorities in our lives rather it is academics sports social life everything that plays into it and then you have to come with the reason on how can you make a youtube channel you have to really prioritize it for me it's all about finding that time trying to get my other priorities done quick being able to do what i love because when i do that it doesn't feel like too much it just feels like i'm having fun in front of the camera and really just all the work that goes into it, I love it a lot. Um, the subscribers, it's all... I try to, like, get myself out there. Hey, uh, you're, you're not like that small of a YouTube channel. For a, for a high school YouTube channel with 220 subs, that's actually pretty good. How long did it take you, you to get there? Uh, how long did it take you to get there? It took me about two years. It took me about two years. There were some droughts where there was five months where I didn't upload three months where I didn't upload but then after that I was just uploading so much um for those reasons I was just really busy and everything but it did take a little while but I just hope it can grow and grow and grow all right so what's your what's your uh, eventual plan for the YouTube so my eventual plan is I want to make this more of a overall YouTube channel where of course I talk about my passion about sports doing sports all that is great but I know some of my friends they're not really too big into sports so i want to make this an overall channel rather it's doing vlogs challenges doing oh, okay. fun expand your audience yes expand the audience making it more of an overall channel so people can relate to it more unfortunately us at kc sports uh we're gonna keep it just to sports okay but... okay <laughs> we did the homecoming issue we tried that to is expand. True. you guys asked for more expansion into other things and we expanded a little into student life that was amazing maybe we'll do more of that stuff recently mm-hmm. all right oh, but that should, uh, yeah <laughs> that should wrap up our podcast a uh, little bit of a different episode just me and ben today tell us if you liked it we'll bring ben on the show more we'll get more guests I'd love to be on it again. Thank you so much for having me. uh, No problem. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Anyway, we're off the air. We're off there.